Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. All right, so just to recap, how to effectively use audio marketing. First, you need to decide between public podcasting or private podcasting, or maybe you do some both, but you probably have to start somewhere. <laughs> and so there's lots to consider here and where you're going to start. But the key factor, we think, is in deciding what you want to do for your business. So start there. Second is create content your audience wants to hear how they want to hear it. So ask yourself, what content would my audience really appreciate and what perspective can I uniquely offer? Develop and activate a promotion plan. That's number three. Regardless of what route you take, you will have to promote the podcast. This isn't build it and they will come. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> and then fourth is create community. This is probably the hardest thing to do, but the biggest thing that can get that flywheel going. All right, our next segment is in the trenches. This is where we give real world examples specific to industries. We're going to tell probably a few more stories here. But the idea here is to be able to kind of hear something for yourself and then put it into action immediately. So the first in the trenches question, I am really passionate about a certain topic for our podcast, but I'm not sure I bring anything unique to the conversation. Should I abandon it? And I know we've all gotten this question a ton and you actually addressed it, Nora, when we, you talked about the fact that it's a person's story, right? It's their experience. It's the way that they see the world. And a lot of times we get this imposter syndrome where we're like, well, uh, well, I don't have anything new to say. I don't have anything unique to say. But if that was the case, then there wouldn't be like 10,000 marketing podcasts that actually do really well, right? It's because when you hear from certain people from certain perspectives with certain stories, you hear it differently. And that's what we were just talking about. And so never underestimate the power that your story can have on people. And that experience is invaluable. That's the unique way that you provide that differentiation from others. Now, do you have to develop that into a personal brand that actually reflects through the podcast? Yes. Does it still need to be authentic? Does it still need to come from you? Yes. So this is something that you really need to kind of think about when you are just kind of getting stuck in, you know, is this something that I think I can do? Or is it something that I feel like others do better than me? And I think the other thing that we're saying here is it's easy enough just to give it a try, right? You can do it in a very cost efficient way. You can put it out there. You can see what reactions you get. You can use experts like Nora that can help guide you through this process to make it very, very easy in order to kind of get yourself started and just to kind of see if this is something that's even going to, to resonate. So, I think that from that standpoint that we all together need to really embrace the fact that we have very unique stories to tell and the way that people could hear them could change their lives, really. Nora, what's your perspective on this? Oh, I agree 110%, a bazillion percent. What's that for the <laughs> highest number I can think of? I think that it's, you know, and I understand, like I, I, I came from corporate where I was one of very few women in the department, I didn't necessarily value my voice as much as I should have, right? So I think I, I kind of took some habits um, from that when I moved into this entrepreneurial space and I hesitated. I absolutely hesitated. And it had nothing to do with my worth or my value that I could provide or, or my experience. It's just, I was nervous and I was, I was hesitant to add to the conversation, right? And it, again, a lot of it was just from the habits that I had built in corporate and maybe being, being scared or fearful to, to speak up. 
And I think that the more I realized, and it's, it's exactly, you know, you had mentioned this too. It, it's, it's not just you, yes, you have experience, but it's also your perspective and where you come from and how people connect with you. Right. So I'm in my mid forties. My daughter just started driving. She just got her license. I'm freaking terrified. Like even <laughs> just that one, that one comment that I just shared, right. It's like now for those of us that are, have teenagers or you've gone through that recently and you're like, oh my gosh, now I totally understand. Like now we're going to have a connection point that may not have anything to do with marketing or business or hello audio or anything like that, but we're going to have a connection, which might open the door for us to be able to share and, and, and be able to provide more value to that. So you know, coming from corporate, I think is interesting because we've managed, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars of annual budgets, right? So when we have entrepreneurial conversations, we come from a different place. And I think that's, that's also a connection point. And so for those folks that are like, oh, I just, everyone else, you know, whatever your outcome is that you've done or whatever experience, whatever result you help people achieve, you could choose to look at that and say, other people do that too, but they're not you. They don't, they're, they don't have the experience that you do. They don't have the same personality that you do. They don't share the same values as you do. They don't. And so please know that if you're, if you're one of those folks and you're listening to this, you have something to share. Even if you think it has been shared a hundred different times, it's not the same way you're sharing it. And so whether you, whatever vehicle you choose, to share this, whether it's a public podcast, if you want to be a guest on a public podcast, if you want to create a private podcast, please know that you have something valuable to share. And, and here's the, the, what I found out was until I actually did it, I never got over that fear. The action is what gets you over that fear. You're not going to get over that fear and then take the action. It's actually the action that helps you get over that fear. So that's something I would, I would say in private podcasts, you know, if, if you're nervous, it's something that if you don't want to put yourself out there on the, you know, Apple I, you know, directory, Apple podcast directory for everyone to see, then start with a private podcast, but don't censor or, or, you know, stifle your voice because you absolutely could help someone else out there. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, we talked a lot about storytelling through the course of this episode and, and as you were talking, I was thinking back through my career and I'm more on the agency side, but in a lot of ways, there's not a lot of difference <laughs> when you grow up through the agency, right? About being a young female and, and watching um, some of these folks speak. And, and I can think about different points that flash in my head when I think about when I didn't put myself out there and then when I finally did. And so mm -hmm. like I remember sitting in grad school and we would bring companies in and they would speak about their journey and I would think I'm never going to get there, right? Or growing up in the agency and watching these fantastic storytellers and for all the bad things people say about agencies, they do have some of the best storytellers, the people that yeah. can just, you know, handle that room and, and just move people. And I remember all of those times thinking, how am I going to get from where I'm sitting to that place. I had the desire, but I didn't have the know-how, right? And it wasn't until I started doing it, right? And so I think for me, when I left agency life and I left that sort of automatic platform to be able to use my voice in the way that I had now learned to do successfully and love doing, this podcast became the next way of doing that. And I remember, and even as I listened back to early episodes, I had a lot of anxiety about how much of my personal self to share versus how professional did mm -hmm. I need to be and finding that balance again for myself and thinking through the platform. And I think it comes back to what both of you expressed in the answer to this question, which is no one's going to tell it like you are. And there is no person in the entire world that 
has the exact set of experiences that you have. Mm -hmm. And then in addition to that, I think the magic that happens when someone connects with you on that level to the point you made earlier, Nora, around the power of hearing your voice versus just reading it off of a page. I mean, there is magic that happens there. And so anytime that I get in a place where I start to psych myself out about a client presentation or something new that we're doing as a company or even being a mom, right? My kids mm -hmm. are only six and three, but man, some of the stuff they've already put me through. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, I think that it's it's a it's a way to regain confidence. And so I agree. I would like listeners to hear that more than the fear of like, ooh, not, not quite sure I'm ready, not quite sure I'm ready. There's just so much power in it no matter who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if I was going to kind of take it to the 30,000 foot view of this and, and, and try to give one more plea to people to uh, really consider telling your story is – I think about it even in the context of our own like family unit. So when people are like, I, I just don't know if I have any credibility. Anybody's going to listen to me. Or anybody, but, you know, I, I think about like my daughter who plays soccer and you said you have a kid that plays soccer too. I didn't really play soccer except for like one time when I was in first grade. My <laughs> Their dad played um, soccer like throughout high school and he was like he went premier soccer. He played all throughout the world, right? So when she has a soccer game, and no, mind you, I've watched soccer since my oldest, who's 18, was like five. So we're, we're talking like 13 years of soccer. I think I'm actually a pretty good judge of skill in, you know, in, in how well the team played and how well she played. To this day, if I told her, you played really well, she'd be like, yeah, okay. Like, I have no value yeah. in adding that. But my, you know, their dad, who has played soccer does right you know although i'm the one who they'll come to for everything else yeah right so it's like i say that not to like flip it on its head and say like oh maybe you don't have anything of value to add what i'm saying is now actually you know when you can relate to people as you had said in a way that kind of drives that connection that human connection you find that your words resonate better, which is why their dad can talk to them about soccer and I can't really talk about soccer, even though we're both knowledgeable about soccer, right? So think about that and think about what you uniquely offer that's gonna allow you to have that connection. Everybody has that. Now, I say that too, because a lot of times people try to pretend that they know something when they don't know it, <laughs> right? And so don't be yep. that person who like, wants to be the no. expert on soccer who really only played one time in first grade and then professes to be able to talk about it because regardless if you feel like you can or not it's not going to land so yeah. i give the other side of that coin to you just so yeah. people can have a little bit of um you know just the kind of you know perspective and kind of like critically think through what's the right perspective or what's the right um point of view to be bringing forward when you're going to go to that place yes. of sharing your story right yes. All right, so our second in the trenches question. Can you give some examples of how people have been successful with private podcasts? And I'm going to just turn this one over to Nora because <laughs> she was talking about the fact that they actually have now what your private podcast that talks about success stories. So I'm yes. sure you'll be able to lots to share here. Oh my goodness, yes. We have probably oh, close to 50 episodes just in that alone, and we're Amazing. still adding more, wow. which is fantastic. I love it. You know, it, it ranges. I, I think I'll go back to 
the three big ways people are using it for marketing, fulfillment and delivery, and then internal or like onboarding or those types of things. Obviously the marketing side is super sexy. We liked, we love talking about our numbers. We love talking about the conversion rates. And really all we're doing in the marketing side is we're just making it easier for people to consume and get to know us, right? If we think about building awareness, building education, combating hesitations, conveying social proof, which is really those customer success stories, right? There's a lot of ways to use private podcasts and your marketing to attract uh, your prospective clients or your prospective customers to, to get their attention. It's kind of noisy. I know I've got thousands of unread emails in my inbox. Don't kill me. This is just, you know, it's, it is what it is. And yet I, my, in, I, my podcast player is really clean and I know exactly what I'm going to go look for. And I, I make time for that because I'm away from my screen. So there is, there's opportunity to increase your reach on the marketing side and also your relevancy. So I want you to think about that. What I will say this one really cool thing that, that we do at Hello audio is we don't just function as a, this is going to maybe blow some minds that are listening to this. We don't just function as a private podcast host. We do function as a little bit more of an audio CRM. So what we have done is we allow you to tag your listeners, just like you would tag them in active campaign or whatever, whatever other software you use. And you can actually customize or personalize the feed, the content that they receive based on their tags. That is something that no one else is doing right now. And so, you know, from a marketing standpoint, people come into your, uh, let's say you're running a a live five-day challenge. So people are, you have it dripped out day one, day two, day three, and maybe you get to, you do the webinar at the end, typically of that challenge. For folks that consumed or downloaded the webinar episode, you're tagging them with one tag and folks that didn't, you're tagging them with another tag. And now you know how to follow up with them a little bit differently. The other thing is if you have an existing business, you have customers and non-customers that are both taking that challenge because sometimes your customers want to join in too, but that's a very normal thing. So now if you're able to tag them as a prospect versus a, a, a customer, you're now able to send just the promotional or sales material to the folks that haven't yet bought and your existing customers are not getting hit up with promotional materials. So that is happening uh, with Hello Audio as well, that's which so smart. Awesome. that's yeah. huge. Like that's a big, big deal um, from an audio standpoint is to be able to reach them that way. So lots of different ways you can podcast lots of sort, sorts of uh, marketing content. I think that's important. On the delivery side, so the metrics that you want to care about in the delivery side that audio can help with, obviously, I'm obsessed with customer success. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with it. I can't, like, that's that's my thing. That is totally my, and so one of the reasons I love this is because I'm like, how do we get more success rates? How do we get more, and that's abnormal in the internet marketing world. (laughs) Most people are not as passionate about customer success as we are, and and you know, to each their own, but it's important to us so that by, for folks that are putting these private podcasts and like podcasting your course, Amy Porterfield, we look at all these other folks that are doing it. They're doing it to make it easier for their folks to have success period. And we see rates that jump and and nothing else has changed in the content, right? We have folks that um, they've increased by 400%. Customer success by 400%, nothing else changed other than they made it easier for people to consume the content. So with that, it's like, why, why wouldn't you do that? Success sells. 
If you want to have a business that's going to be around long-term, you have to deliver on what you promise. And so that's a big thing. The other uh, metric from our delivery and retention or delivery and implementation standpoint in this space is retention or churn, depending on how you want to look at it. So if you have a membership um, or where people are kind of paying you month after month, uh, we do have folks that took, again, nothing changed in their program. They just allowed folks to consume content with this private podcast and it immediately increased retention by 2%. So for a lot of folks that have membership, I mean, I can speak after being with ClickFunnels for you know a, a few years, one single digit change in retention can make a massive difference in your top line revenue and your bottom line revenue, right? And especially in like the economy, it's just, it's going to be a lot easier and you want to take care of your existing clients because it's going to be more expensive, you know, and it typically is to go get a new ones. So retention um, or, you know, that churn number is going to be important with audio there. And then I look at the employees or the uh, internal podcasting communication. I would say by far the companies that survived through this pandemic that were able to thrive at the end, coming out the other end of it were the folks that had great internal communication, right? They were the folks that even though we were geographically distributed, the folks that it, it's the companies that win tend to communicate better right? They just do. And I would say folks that have better retention on their employees tend to have better onboarding. Same thing with clients and agencies, right? They tend to have better retention rates if their onboarding is better. So that relates to those numbers as well. So we've seen increases in conversions. We've seen increases in leads. We've seen increases in sales. If you're podcasting launch content, increases in customer success, in, uh, increases in retention, which ultimately leads to better profit margins. And we've seen it all just by not even creating anything new, just taking the content that they already have and allowing people to consume it in a private podcast, which is mind blowing. You're not, to, to, everyone has this content creation fatigue for most of our success stories. They took what they already have and they just put it in a format that was easy to, to consume. And they see crazy, crazy success numbers, which we love. Wow. That is it's incredible. Amazing. Yeah. I think that kind of like says it all. Yeah, I don't I even... say, <laughs> it sells the reason to do it, guys. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have much else to add on that one. No, that was that's that's awesome. All right, so our third in the trenches question: What is the first thing I should do to get started in podcasting? So, well, obviously, we're going to talk about it from both sides, but I think there's some definitely some things that are very similar. So. For public podcasting, we actually have an episode, and that's episode 44, which is the newest marketing channel, Business Podcasting with David Spray. And whether your podcast is internal, which kind of overlaps a little bit with private podcasting, so I'm going to be very interested in what, hear what you have to say, Nora, or it is more public-facing, this is what we recommend to start. And it includes, and this is right from the actual episode, First, identifying the purpose, and we talked about this a little bit, even initially, about whether or not you could go public, private, or both. But is the podcast going to be internal? Are you going to be using it to to more communicate and to relate internally within your business, within your walls? Or if you're talking maybe about private podcasting in, inside your gates, if you will, or do you need it externally to grow reputation and credibility? So that kind of helps you understand at least where to start. Then you're gonna develop your story arc and format. And we've talked a lot about that. Like what's your story you're gonna tell? What's your brand gonna be with regards to your, your podcast, right? And this is based on your purpose and it should be centrally focused on really bringing that purpose to life in a way your listeners will find a value. That's what we've talked about. You need to create content that people actually want to hear. 
And then you need to define the logistics. These are things like duration and frequency, where you'll record, who'll be the host, those sorts of things. So those are like the kind of the tactical things. And then you need to develop your brand and your amplification strategy. Um, so your branding includes your name, your imagery, your music, your trailer, your intro, your outro, all those things that help you produce the product, which is your podcast. And then your amplification strategy is kind of like what we talked about, our promotional strategy, which is how are you going to publicize this podcast? How are you going to get people to listen to it? How are you going to get it to grow? So that's kind of the public podcasting. I'm guessing, Nora, that it's probably somewhat similar to private, but there's probably nuances. Did you want to share? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I loved everything you said, and, and you're right. I mean, it's similar in the sense you've got to begin with the end in mind, right? What is the objective? What's the objective? What are we trying to do with this? I mean, I think we're all kind of sold on the benefits of audio. I hope at this yes, point yeah, I in, hope in this the episode, point, yeah. <laughs> you're like, people, we got to meet them where they're at. Like millions of, of people are listening to, to audio content on their phone. So why wouldn't we use this medium? The podcast app itself is super convenient because you can shut that screen off. You can stick that phone in your pocket pocket and just kind of go about your day. I think that's important too. So now the key is just beginning with the end in mind, what are we using this for? Is this about awareness? Is this about um, creating a reputation in the industry? Is this about credibility? Is this about generating leads? Is this about increasing conversions in your existing marketing? Is it to have better employee onboarding? Is it better? Is it about customer success? So as soon as you narrow in on, and, and granted, you can do all those things with different podcasts, right? So, but what's the first one you're starting with? What's the one that's going to be the most important for your business right now? Everyone's in a different stage. So lots of folks are doing different things with, with podcasts, but what's going to be your next best step? That's what I want you to think about based on what your business needs and then reverse engineer it. So if it's about, I need lead generation, let's focus on using audio to generate those leads and getting, building up that email address or email list and, and speaking to people. If it's about, you know, last time my launch numbers didn't hit and I really need to optimize my conversions on my launch process, then let's maybe use audio for that. And then how we, how we, but no matter where you start, you can't go wrong with starting to use audio in your business. That's the, the bottom line. Just figure out what's going to be your next step right now. Well, and I love that whole idea of just do the next thing, right? Because yeah, I think what we talked about, yeah, this is, this is my motto. See, Noro, I mean, we just can love it. levels. But yeah, I think that what that does is because of the overwhelming nature of this, right? Or the perception in people's head that it's overwhelming or it's something they can't do. All the things we've talked about today. If you just go and do the next thing, it's a lot easier than thinking about, okay, 15 steps from now on something I know nothing about, what am I going to go do, Right. And I think one of the best ways to just kind of round out this question, because I think you both kind of covered it, is be, be a student of what's already out there. And this is yeah. what we were encouraged to do from the very beginning, right? Listen to podcasts, decide which ones you like. Why do you like them? Exactly. What would you pull from them? What would you discard from them? You know, I've talked about my feelings about Gary Vee, right? Now, even though I have some issues with his tone, there are pieces of things that he is very smart about, like right? Like the quick hits. Like the quick hits came out of Gary Vee and what he does, right? Yep. So this isn't uncharted territory. There are many, many people you can learn from. We have talked ad nauseum on this episode about how easy it is to consume the content. So just go do it. And then pick things and, and move forward and take that first step and then just continue to take each step after that. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website, forthright-people.com. 
We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts.